Welcome to the shelter. Hey guys, welcome back. It's October 27th, a rather chilly and gloomy day with here with the shelter. I'm here with my three favorite guys once again, Johnny V, Double D, and Dave. And I am your lucky lady bean, bringing you all the fun, action, and chaos. Today's show is brought to you by the letter R for rants, raves, and everything random in between. I want you to know that we have some coverage on the rants and raves section today. We're going to skip our articles and head straight to Todd, who has a most fascinating story for you out there in the music world. This really pertains to you. Yay, Todd! Woo! Uh, not, not so much a story. It's uh, a little uh, musician beware. We want to share a little experience that we've been having here. Yeah, call it our buyer beware section. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, um, some time ago, we worked with a, uh, a booking agent promoter out of out of New York that booked us at a uh, a club in Worcester. That was a form, it, it shares a space with a country dance club. And uh, we had requested a certain time slot, but because of our new band status and, and not a lot of people knowing us yet, you know, the draw, you know, forced us to, you know, they asked us to play earlier. And at that point, they had already booked that time. So it, ultimately, we played 11 p.m. that night. I think John remembers the, the hassle we went through. Yeah, and that, then, that uh, was a rough night. It was. Uh, we had a blast. We made the best of it, you know, I'm as we are, as we always do. Oh, and we brought more people than everyone else too, which was really cool. Right, right. But uh, you know, when we show up unloading our stuff, you know, the first band's you know playing and kind of looking around. There's like, there's no mics on the stage. It's kind of hard to to throw a gig without yeah. microphones. How's everybody gonna sing? Now, were you told to bring any equipment? No. 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 And, well, we were told absolutely and, 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 and here's and here's I'll, yeah okay let's well, I'll take a quick step back what the stipulation that we entered into this with was we'd only get paid based on our draw which at the time I was told was 22 people needed to be there for us to get paid and you know I, I said okay that's fine I understand that and I have no problem playing gigs for for nothing for publicity but they did not nothing as far as promotion the club or the promoter no promotion once the book once the show was booked that was it that was the end and, and let me state this listen to the keywords he just said they did no promotion the promoter did not do any promotion just keep that in your head so anyway uh, so we go to that we go to that show and uh, you know we show up there's, there's, there is no uh, there's no microphones on the stage so what we searched around, we're asking if there was anybody there from this promoting company because there was supposed to be a representative there to handle the door and there was no one there at this time. So I texted with the, uh, the booker promoter and I said, what's going on? There's all sorts of sound equipment here. There's no microphones and no stands. And they told me to find the sound man, which I found the sound man and he said, oh yeah, we have two wireless microphones but no stands to put them on. So. Oh, that's quite a conundrum. Right, right. So. You know, the, we we played in, uh, played the show with another band, the East Coast Runaways, great band out of out of the Worcester area, and they drove home, got some microphone stand, brought them back so every band could use them. Um, so in that time, the second band actually went on and played just instrumental because there was nothing they could do, and the band brought back some mics halfway through their set, but they didn't realize they were there, couldn't, so they played instrumental. Uh, third band was the East Coast Runaways. They played, they had the microphones, 
Which I got to say, we they were really good. carried all the night. Yep, yep. So, you know, we're all making the best they, of it. they had mic stands, too, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yep. They, they were really, really, really nice guys. Yeah. And, and they let us use the mic stands when we... Uh, when we got there, you know, so we played the show. Some a representative of this booker agent did show up to collect the door, and I met with them. And they were collecting the door, and you know, I told them, you know, I, I did get a response saying about an hour after I I had texted the, the the booker promoter about the mic stand situation and whatnot. You know, oh, if you've got mic stands, please bring them because the club's having an issue. Well, I'm like, great, you know, I'm here. Would have been nice to know before I got here because I could have mm. done it. And thankfully, the other band went and did this. So we played our set, finished off. The last band goes on. Our crew just, you know, left. And there was, there was really no one left in this place. Um, so we went up to talk to the, the door. And, of course, you know, we didn't bring in enough people to get paid, which is fine. I'm not complaining about that. But despite everything, you know, you normally people would say, you know, bad experience. I'm not doing it again. I gave them a second chance. So... Now, this is uh, quite a few months after this gig, and since it was a fiasco, but you had a fun time, oh, it did. was worth trying again. Just say, well, maybe they had an off night. Maybe they had a bad night, and things were just chaotic and miscommunication. Exactly. exactly. It's not like I could blame every incident on the, uh, on the book or promoter on this. Okay. One. So, so now... This was, well we, well, we probably played this show, what, was it probably June or July? Yeah, I was going to say, um, how many months later is this? I believe it was May, to be May? honest with you. Yeah, it, it was the CD so was release... You were right, you are right, May. It was the CD release of the Shelter demo from the Michael Kraft sessions okay. of the Shelter. Right. And that's literally, that was the night we hit, hey, we're bringing this up to the public, and we gave out free copies of that disc all night long. As a matter of fact, I sat in the back of the bar and handed out CDs. We had people coming up asking for CDs that night. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, we... we as much publicity so you're on some it. Fans. Yeah. Well, hopefully, and we, yeah. I mean, and honestly, any show we play, we as a band will promote this thing to the best of our ability constantly. Oh God, it's all over Twitter, usually Facebook, YouTube, right Reverb Nation. Yeah, you just start two weeks before the gig. You'll start seeing us start hitting it, and as the gig gets closer, we start hitting it harder and harder and harder, trying to get people to come. People and that's what you should be doing us. as a band. That's your job as a band. <laughs> oh yeah. Is to get their asses in the season and get them to stay there. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and exactly. that's what it boils down to. So now this is how many months later? So the so May. When is it October? That's uh, seven months. Yeah. Six months, seven months. So now what? what so was seven the menu? seven months later, I get an email from this same company, you know, and they're putting on shows at uh, another club in, in Worcester, <laughs> and uh, they asked if we would like to, you know, be on this gig. So now. What would you have any apprehension walking into this when you talk to them, or was this just like you know what it's whatever water under the bridge just move on? Yeah, it's, to me, it's, I'm still get, I'm, I want to give them a second chance on this, okay? And, and the club that they were booking um, is a uh, is a club in Worcester. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, throughout this, I'm not going to name any names right now. At all. I mean, there's no. I'm not out to trash people. I'm just out to, to, to share a story and tell people to beware of what's out there. But I get the email, and I see the email, and I'm reading it, and it says, you know, uh, basically, we'd love to have you play the show. I've not yet booked anyone. So if you're friends with any local bands, we can get on to the show. That'd be great. Bands are paced on their draw. You don't have to sell tickets. Also, let me know if you'd be interested in playing in New York City. Okay, sounds so, good. Yeah, yeah. sounds sounds great. That, that's quite a tasty little tidbit. It is. So so 
I respond, okay? I respond with, uh, we'd love to play January 18th in, uh, in Worcester. I asked right here, can we get the 10 p.m. slot? I will ask the other bands that I know as well. I'll talk over the New York stuff with the guys and get back to you. Thanks. <coughs> and I get a response. Todd, I would love to have you guys play on the show. As far as the time slot, I need to know what your average drawer in Worcester is. Where have you played in Worcester most recently? And how many people did you bring? So I respond, and I'm, I'm, I'm honest. I'm not going to go back and say, oh, we're going to bring 75 people. Because I know as a new band, it's, I'm not going to personally bring 75 people. Right. You know, but I am going to promote it as much as I can. So I said, we usually average about 15 to 20 for a Worcester yeah. show. Yeah. Still being a new band. Yeah. We've also just replaced our singer. So we last played in Worcester in September, drew around 18. I can't confirm that number. The January gig oh, will be our right yeah, the January gig will be our first back out of the studio, so we should have a good showing at the club. By the way, does the club promote their shows? I know we'll do our part, but I'm hoping the club does it well. Now right there, I haven't asked them to do any promotion yet. Mm. I'm yeah. asking about the club at this point. Okay, that's the end of my email. This is the response I get, and this is where I start shaking my head. Bands at this level bring their friends. Other than maybe sending out the bands for press listings, neither the club nor I can put a crowd in front of a band nobody outside their social circle has ever heard of. I don't mean to sound rude, but that's the reality. I've been putting on shows since March 96. Your music has to carry you to the next level to get press, management, a label, and that's when you grow your fan base. Let me know if I've inadvertently turned you off or if you still want to play the show. Thanks. It would most likely not be 10 p.m. though. I need a band with a huge draw in the middle slots. How about 8 p.m.? Okay? So the response is nothing what I've asked. I've just asked what's the club going to do to promote the shows. I've never asked anybody to furnish a crowd I'm, no. I'm reading you everything word for word here. Um, and nothing I've said so far, I've ne not expressed any anger, have I? No. Well, no. here's my response because, you know, I got to respond to this. Yeah. She's asked 8 o'clock. I went out to you guys. Is 8 o'clock yeah. fine? Yeah. You guys all confirmed 8 o'clock? So I re responded back. Here's my response. I understand that I'm not asking you to bring a crowd. I'm just asking if the club works in conjunction with the band for promotion. It takes all parties to make the effort of promotion. Otherwise, the scene will die. One owner, Eric, at the Lucky Dog, is one of the best in the area about doing cross-promotion, and it only makes sense for the club owners as well to help their bottom line. This has been a hot topic in the area lately, as the bands are doing their part, but the clubs are sorely lacking. You have not turned me off to bookings. I just want to ask how the club is with this so we can prepare our promotion. I'm not worried about our music carrying us to the next level, but if people that are not our friends don't come out to the clubs, then there is no way to build a fan, fan base when no new faces show up, and that is where the promotion of the club comes in. We have gotten some press in the local Worcester paper, so some, some people Very outside good. our friends yep. are starting to take notice. For your information, we did bring the most people at the last show we did for you at, uh, I'm not going to name the club because I don't even know if it's still there. Uh, going, on, uh, going on next to last, and we will do our best this time to bring as many people as we can there on the 18th as well. I just hope there are not issues with sound equipment at this club like there was at the other club. 
We can do 8 p.m. if that's what you would rather. Again, I'm not arguing anything, just trying to get a feel of the situation so we can prepare. We will promote this on all our social media sites, webpage, our podcast, etc. Thanks. Any any problem with me responding like that? No, it sounds great. Oh, that was perfectly really fine. I mean, not for nothing. Really professional. A, yeah, you you're you weren't rude. You told her exactly what you expected. Yeah. You weren't even asking anything of her. Um, you were asking what the ba- what the uh, club does promote, and you know, and here's the thing, and I'll, and I'll you know, Todd mentioned um, Eric and the Lucky Dog. I I belong. I'm a fan to the Lucky Dog on Facebook. I follow the Lucky Dog. I see their postings every week. You'll see multiple postings from Eric about what bands are going to be there. Sometimes two and three times in one day because he wants to get asses into the club. And he not advertises that, on his outside know, marquee, right? Well, that's correct. He has an outside marquee. But here's the thing. Eric owns the club. Okay. Eric also plays in a band as well. So he knows how promotion works. Well, it's his club. And if he wants to get people in there, aside from the night when X band is playing, then he has to help promote it. They come in, they go, oh, well, I came to see X band. Well, look at all these other bands, and they're really good too. I want to come back. And then they see, they go, and they like the Lucky Dog on Facebook or whatever they do. And they say, oh, look, this band's playing. Let's go check them out. And they, they follow their press listings. They go, listen to this band's video. I'm going to the Lucky Dog. So now he has more customers coming in on a regular basis. Right. Well, here's my thing. Very true. In, in listening to her reply to you about, you know, this isn't our job, this is the band's job, it sounds to me like she doesn't really understand how the food chain works in the she music may. community. She, for all I know, she might she may play in a band and no I don't know. I don't know this person mm-hmm. at all. At all. So anyway, we're gonna go back to the replies. I'm about halfway through the replies here. So, the, so the response after confirming that we will do eight o'clock after how is eight PM gonna work? I get a response. I've booked 8 p.m. How about 12 a.m.? That's the whole response there. So, At this wait a minute. You just wait, asked. You, you just, she just asked you. 8 p.m. was all right. And you said yes. Thank you. Let me, let me ask you a question. How much time was there between those two replies? Okay. So let's see here. Details. October 24th, 2004, when I said... I will do 8 p.m. She asked, okay, at October 24th, 12-16, she asked, how about 8 p.m.? Okay, that's, yeah. My response, confirming 8 p.m., was at 2.04 that day. So it's two hours. Less than two hours. That's the time that it took me to get out to you guys to confirm that changing the time would be okay and get back. Right. And then she hit you back saying, and then she is hits fine. me back. Okay, the response from her is at on October twenty sixth. So two, it's two days two later. days later at one oh eight. So almost forty seven hours later, I've booked eight p.m. How is twelve a.m.? That's are you not kidding cool. me? Okay, <clears throat> so at this point I'm shaking my head. I'm like I've given her a second chance, and now at this point I'm. At this point, I'm calling, talking to you guys and saying, hey, do you mind if I cancel this? Because I'm not going to put up with this. And we've this all is, said no. And everybody's like, yeah. that's it. Cancel it. it. It's end, not end worth story. the headache. End of story. Okay. So I, I respond. This is 22 hours ago. Never mind. We will pass on the gig. Please do not contact, do not contact us for any further opportunities as we cannot do business like this. You offered the gig and all of the performer times. Mm-hmm. I asked for 10. You said no. You asked if 8 was good, 
and I said yes, and now it's booked? That is not how you do good business. If you offer a slot, you don't offer that same slot to other bands. Due to this, and the way the last gig we did for you at we will not work with you, and we'll tell any band we know that will listen to not do business with you. Does I, I mean, you can he, understand frustration in this, yeah, but I'm not, not, I, I'm not, not cursing, I'm not saying, you know, there's no you. anger. No. Now, here's my next question. Okay. You asked them not to contact you. You were done. You're cutting business ties. You're letting people know this is how it worked out, and you're not the only one that's had this experience yeah. finding out. What happens next? No, that was yesterday at 2 p.m. Mind you, I'm at my son's birthday party yeah. while I'm getting this. That's right. Okay? So, you guys are going to love this. I've asked no more contact. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The response I get just an, over an hour after I responded. How about 11 p.m.? Are you kidding me? I filled 12 a.m. anyway. Are you? So this what is that just, response? I just want to throw that out there. That the first line in this wow. response an so hour after that is, how, how about 11 p.m.? I filled 12 a.m. anyway. So we're just playing games now because at that point, you've asked for 10. She said no. She said, how about 8? We said, said yes. Then. She said, I booked it. She said, how about midnight? We said, don't contact us again. And she sends back 11 p.m. So what is it? Is, is everything booked? And every time we respond back, is it going to be... Oh, no, it's booked. Like, how many times? And this times? is the exact same thing how it went that last time we booked at the other club. Yeah, how many more times do you need the rug pulled out from underneath your feet? As a performer, I mean, come on. You're okay. trying to work around families, travel time, exactly. load time, load in, load out, lockdown, wiring, communication with sound booth, sound check, getting all your equipment, any merch set up. This is ridiculous. All right, so back to this email. Yep. Let's start it again. Keep going. How about 11 p.m.? I've filled at 12 a.m. anyway. Take it easy. I book shows all over the country and never promise to hold a slot for you. If you still don't want to work with me, that's fine. But it wasn't my intention to insult you. I'm juggling a lot. Thanks. So here's the ball. It's in your court that none of this is my fault. So now, I mean, I'm just responding at this point. I'm, I'm pretty much said I'm done, but I've said... You asked if I wanted eight after you said 10 wouldn't work because of our draw. And then you booked it? That's a question. Then you ask if we want 12, but hey, look, that you booked as well. Why even ask if we want a slot if you've asked someone else? That's crap. No thanks. We cannot work with you if this is how you do things. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, okay, the worst part of it, every part I've read so far is I said, that's crap. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And wow. this is after yeah, how many back and mild. forth that's responses? What is this, happy days? Really is this happy days? Yeah. Where that that's happy days where that crap very, is very, is very offensive? I mean, come on. Oh, my come on. God. Because believe me, I'll tell you right now, were it myself getting these things and not Mr. <laughs> Double D? No, no, um, no, no, no. There would have been <laughs> some really nice uh, F-bombs dropped in there. Fuck you, you come This is This is why. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But this oh, is well, why we let Todd handle that. business. Now, this is, this is where, you know, some bands probably listen to this and go, yeah, well, you know what, that's how sleazy bookers are, you know. But here we go, okay. Oh, we're gonna not read, done. I'm going to read this email. Here's where it gets better. And then I'm going uh, to play something for you. Okay? Oh, boy. So the email I get after I've responded with this is crap, 
uh, is, let's see, the next in line, when I say this is crap, the timing of that is at 324, and at 344, I get a phone call. I don't answer it. Because it was a, voice, a number you didn't know. No, because I'm at my son's birthday party. <laughs> okay? And I'm not answering phone calls. You know, right. I can, I can, I I can you. text and, hey, what's up, little kids? Hey! I love noisemakers, by the way. Love noisemakers. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that's besides the fact. And we're not even talking about Lucas' birthday. I'm talking about my brother-in-law's birthday. He's over there. Chainsaw. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, let's see. Back on topic here. Uh, quarter four. This is so-and-so. I am so-and-so's husband and partner. We are trying to work this out with you. Please call me to have a rational, calm conversation about the booking process. We are happy to give you 11 p.m. or 12 a.m., but if you would prefer to just be angry, which I'm, I'm not, I'm frustrated, what does that accomplish, he puts in, be our guest. I just left you a message and can be reached at beep. Wait, so. hold, hold, hold on a second. Yes. So he, he, he just offered us 12 a.m. again, which is supposedly booked. Yeah. Well, you listen. You can't see. I didn't quote Max in the air when oh, I did that. You'll, 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 you'll hear here. You'll hear what happens here. Oh, so, my I mean, so, so where am I angry? Have you, have you guys seen any anger? No, no, because even when you spoke about it, when it happened, That's you weren't you're, even angry. You were just like, you were texting you're like, really? Anger. Really? I'm the bad guy here? Wait a minute, no. wait a minute, wait a minute. I did not cause this whole situation. You know, we exactly. would have we known you were angry if we saw the texts all in caps. Yes, because now it's getting serious. Just saying. That's what the bike is now. So, so this is now the voicemail you were left? So, so this was the voicemail that was left just prior to the, uh, to the, to the message there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna play this for you. I'm gonna try to get it to the point where you can actually hear it. So uh, just just give me a moment while I cue it up. <laughs> he needs a moment. <laughs> so just this one is, little moment. moment. This is a problem that Todd misses. needs a moment for his technical stuff. This is what happens though with local bands, and this is why a lot of local bands are just cover bands now. They don't want to do originals because they get crapped on. You're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's really what it boils down to, dude. I mean, that's, Come on. people lose their drive because nobody yeah. else around them is, yeah. is giving any kind yeah. of support and it's, whatsoever. Exactly. It's ridiculous when when you're when you're a local band, you're struggling, you're trying to get a fan base, and you're getting no help from the clubs that you're playing on. All right, so here's the voicemail. And
But if you'd like to discuss this rationally and calmly, please give me a call. NATO, 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 NATO. Thanks so much. Okay, now wait a minute. We just listened we just listened to that entire voicemail and not for nothing the first tone out of his mouth was so detrimental to begin with. He felt as if he was better than you. I mean, his tone was so incredibly like almost like he was talking to a child throwing a temper tantrum. Well, there's that and it was also a sense of I'm doing you a favor. And um, and let me no, let me explain the mad? booking Like process? I mean, obviously he knows he's a little perturbed. He doesn't want to work with him, but he doesn't know Todd's pissed off. Yeah. Yeah, you can't tell that from a, a text or just, an email. He just doesn't want to do business with him when he's done. Exactly. And so my last email, I've I okay, I at this point like moving on. At this point, okay, I've listened to that <laughs> message. At that point, I'm I'm on a you know I'm riding in the passenger seat and I'm checking this. I, you know, me and my wife are talking. We're on our way to our second birthday party for uh, you know another uh, family member. Know, yeah, 34 year old going on 12. Um, so we go to <laughs> on his way there. <laughs> it's only it's, it's only like a 10 minute ride. My phone rings and I look down. And that's when they called and left that message. I didn't and answer. You had I didn't answer. I was like, this is getting confrontational because I've asked to be not contacted and now they're calling me. Yeah. Okay, there should be no reason. And you had asked them long before a phone call was made. Mm -hmm. You had stopped at the 11 p.m. slot. Stopped at it's, the 11 p.m. slot. Exactly, exactly. At the, and I said, mean, you know I, what, I it's just done. too no, complicated. When they, when they, no, when they, when they offered the 12 p.m. slot, I was done, okay? It was done, all right? Don't, I said, don't contact me. So at that point, uh, you know, I listen to this voicemail and I get to my uh, relative's house and, you know, I discuss this with them. And I do have a tendency to fly off the handle. Everybody knows I have a temper. But uh, you. But I explained everything. I, 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 I just read them everything that I read you. And uh, they have said they are amazed that they can book any shows doing business the way they're doing business there. And did you play them the voicemail? I did play them the voicemail. And every, my, my father-in-law is like, the, the guy is an asshole right off the bat. He, can, he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't mince words, you know? I mean, he's doesn't basically... It's because he's, you know, he's Armenian. They're wonderful. <laughs> so anyway, um, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the bigger man. There's no reason for me to call and argue with this with this guy. I'm not, I'm not angry, but I am going to... Because he sent that... He, he called... Sent the voicemail and then actually sent the, the email that I last read you. That's actually the proper order of things. But again, you know, at this point, I'm not, uh, not going to argue with him. I have asked to be not contacted. I've got, now I've got a phone call and a voicemail and uh, another email. And at this point, I just, just wanted to respond just to say, hey, listen. So I respond with, dear uh, Booker promoter, <laughs> I'm not angry. And I am completely rational. All I have asked for was some cross-promotion in a set time. The time of 10 did not work for you guys as our drawer is not big enough for that. I get it and understand that. You want an act that will have a good draw to pack the show. I was then offered 8 p.m. and I asked, what will you do and the club do to promote this? I was told that you cannot furnish a crowd for us. <laughs> I didn't ask for that and was told our music is the only thing that will get us to the next level. Again, this has nothing to do with me asking what will be done for promotion on your and the club's behalf. Cross-promotion only makes sense for all parties. 
And I'm saying them and, and the club, nowhere did I really ask them for anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at all. But I would expect to being a promoter mm. to promote. So I say uh, cross-promotion only makes sense for all parties. We can only promote to so many. But when all parties do it together, it can reach a broader audience that will benefit you, us, and the club. At that point, I also said 8 p.m. would work and told the band we are now booked for 8 p.m. But somehow, this slot got booked after being offered to us, and then we were asked to do 12 a.m. At this point, I had enough. We went through this with you when you booked us for the other club, and we played the show, and there were sound equipment issues, and the whole night I felt was handled very poorly. Despite that, I wanted to give you guys a second chance, and then this occurred. I cannot in my right mind do business like this. Other musician friends of mine agree. I'm not going to trash you. That's not what I or my band is all about. We are some of the easiest musicians to work with, but we expect the people we work with to be professional as well, and that is not what we are getting in return here. However, I will let my friends' bands know of both our encounters and tell them to beware. Please do not contact me again. As far as I am concerned, there is nothing to discuss. So that should be end of story, right? I've got two phone calls since with two voicemails. Mind you, they sound like pocket dials. But delete my phone number. Mm. Do not contact me again. You were very specific both times. I was very specific. And I, I feel that this is not over yet. And so far, I have let our friends' bands know about it. Wait this. a second. If you feel this is not over yet, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, that's because they know there's a friggin' issue in, the, in this area with them. This certain company individual, <coughs> little did I realize, has worked with a number of our friends' bands and has done an extremely... Bad job. So this has been confirmed by other parties. This has it's been not just you. By other reliable sources, and I I didn't know. And this company, mind you, changed their name of their company since they last booked us. So something went down that they wanted to get away from their old name. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard through a reliable source that one of the venues that they booked at. Fired them absolutely for doing yep. an incredibly horrible job. Horrible job. You got Ooh. it. You got it. So if it's and it's pretty it's funny not that you. some of the other clubs that this promoter booker used to book are no longer being booked there. So obviously something has happened. So I guess what the rationale is on our side is not everybody can be wrong, but apparently they don't feel the same way. Mm. And if this has been confirmed by reliable sources, reliable venues, on multiple accounts, I'm sorry, yeah, so, but that speaks for itself. So, you know, people out there, beware of who you're doing business with. That's the moral of the story there. You know, I mean, it's what may look good, and you know, what you may be willing to do to gain your self-exposure. I mean, think about it. You may not always get the exposure that you think you're going to get. You know, if they ask you to change your set time a couple times, it's understandable. That's yeah. the way it does happen. Yeah. I'm not angry about that. Yeah. But when it happens the exact same way, the exact same time, both times yeah. they're booking you, and they don't do anything to promote anything, you're not going to gain any exposure. You're going to see eight new faces, and out of that eight faces, you may gain one new fan. So is it worth spending your gas money and loading up your equipment and learning and working hard to craft your your, your tunes to go out there to gain one fan? 
yeah. and let the Booker agent take that money and stuff their pocket on you. That's right. You know what? Yeah. No. No. And I, I, <laughs> I love the, the detrimental tone when he said, I will sit down and explain the booking process to you. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like I've never, never, like you have I don't no know how the booking process works. You know, I've never had to work with anybody to book a show. Mm. You know, I mean, Dave, you know. Yeah, I know. We've booked plenty of shows yeah, yeah. in our careers. And uh, I'm we know sorry. how it goes. Exactly. There are different it's levels. very easy. You know? There are different levels of music experience in mm. this room. Right. And mm. knowing what I know about Dave... Mm. And knowing what I know about you and what I know about John, you guys know what you're freaking talking about. Right, right. You know, and I, I you know, I'm, I'm very curious because I, I, I kind of want to go to the show, though, on that night <laughs> and see what bands are there and see how the night gets handled. Yeah. I want to see if they, if, if my little, you know, you want to call it a spat. I don't see it as a spat. I see it as a, as a business decision on my behalf not to do business with another company. And the other thing That's is, the way I see it. You've presented all the facts full and completely. Right. We've all seen yeah. the media and I'm not stream. doing anything harassing. Absolutely. We've heard the voicemail. It was there for everybody Absolutely. to listen to. There's nothing misconstrued. And it's confirmable that, exactly. that's the thing that baffles me it's absolutely confirmable and they've changed their business and, name and, twice. And, and i'm telling you what i'm standing up to my end of the bargain I mean, it's not even a bargain so mm. I, I because why the are way we at I a negotiating am, table i'm not gonna disclose their name their company name yeah, yeah. none of that yeah. that's not for me to do i'm not in the business to trash them but if i hear that my buddy you know joe yeah. Hey man, we just got booked for the show, and we're working with so and so. I'm gonna be like, yo, you may want to think twice on that. Yeah, you know. And who knows? Who knows? They could surprise me if I go to that show on in January. They could surprise me. It could be run perfectly well. Mm. But how many? I'm other still not gonna work with them again no. just because they've left. Yeah. How many other people have? I've given them two chances. The oh, absolutely. With me, you know, I mean, yeah, I'll give you multiple chances, but in this sense, I'm not gonna waste my money, my time, mm. and my effort, and get nothing in return. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, no. And knowing you and how you handle business, because you are in a profession where you always have to be in a very professional manner. You have to deal with irate people sometimes. You have to know how to control well, yeah, that, you know. and you have to deal with people talking down mm. to you because, well, they know better than you, even mm. though you know exactly what you're doing. Well, I'll tell you what, my boss knows better to talk down to me. We played paintball the other night. I, <laughs> I drew blood on him, bro. Oh I drew blood. Yeah, but don't you have a few battle scars of your own? I dear? did, but he didn't shoot me. That's the great thing about it. <laughs> so who know? shot you? Uh, so the one that I, I, I so, so really, the way I put it, when you play paintball, okay, I think about it as real wars. Like, how am I going to, you know, if I had to come down to it, how would I actually function that sounds like a you little know? bit of an evil streak so <laughs> i actually all in all probably got shot one two three four i got shot five times on the night i played for about an hour and a half maybe two hours okay, wow so five times go. considering five shots only one was a kill shot and that was the Not one bad. i took in the throat at the end of the night so basically i would have had my right shoulder winged my left side hit twice and my right uh, my left bicep shot once. So Oof. I did pretty good. Not bad, man. So, yeah, so you're lightly tenderized. I, yeah, I know. I feel good. I feel alive. Because those are badges of honor. That is what you were you know, saying when you brought in the apartment. I was saying, you know, as a band, mm -hmm. get the four of us, or even just the three of us and mm -hmm. some friends or whatever, 
and go play paintball, man. Oh, yeah, that I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. Because you know, you know why? Fun. I love yeah. doing that. I love getting the Red Dawn. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> the original Red Dawn, though, yes, not yes, the yes, remake. Exactly. Oh my God, here we go. No, so so so. Uh, you know, uh, one more thing. I was just I'm a brain fart brain. Well, here's the thing. I I think. Yeah, I think we can do. Let's wrap up this first topic. Let's get back onto that one. Wait, is that where you were going? Yeah, I was going back to the thing. Okay, go back to the thing. I'll go thing. back to the thing. Um, here's the thing. Once we congeal as a as a full night with mm-hmm. this band, it's going to be a lot easier because then the promoters that we talk to and the agents, when they start booking us, they're just going to be talking money. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. Gonna be, where do you want to go? I can book you here, here, and here. Right. And these are this is how much money right. you're going to be getting. Right. Or you're going to get this much money at guarantee plus you know, whatever yeah, well, the door see, or whatever cranks, the door, whatever the bar, whatever the bar, See, when, bar, I, yeah. when, I, when I take an opportunity for someone like yeah. this, my thinking is on this, what else are you going to be able to offer me? Yeah, And exactly. they were going to be able to yeah. offer New York City, yeah. which is New York City and, is and great. Chicago, correct? Yeah. There's, they, they book all over the country. All the well, way. Well, if there's somebody like that, there's the another country. person it's like that. that. But here's, I know, that's here's tough, my tough. thing. We need to find those other people. Here's my thing with that. If you handle business like that, and you're going to book a band mm. at a venue like you guys mm. who are up here from New England mm. in Massachusetts and they want to book you in New York City. That's a drive. Are you, are you going to mm. cram everything into a van, drive yeah. at least eight hours because I know from here to Endicott, New York is an eight-hour drive straight. Oh, to New York City? Is it was New York City. Four, this dude, four or five hours. New York City. Depending on traffic. I've made it in three and a half. No, well, yeah. Connecticut traffic. I can make it to White Plains <laughs> okay, so really fast. Okay, so think about it this way. Hard. So it's eight hours there and back. I stand corrected. I'm thinking round trip. I plus a hotel room. Plus, plus a hotel room. Yeah. Yep. Plus what happens when you get there and they say, oh, we don't have mics. Or guess what? We no. booked your spot but couldn't get a hold well, of you. Well, exactly. That's, now you've got to drive four hours back home with all your equipment. I agree. For no money, on your own dime, mm-hmm. and they just went. Well, that's later. the other thing too. When we get uh, jobs working with other, you know, because we're gonna get jobs working with other original bands that are, that are famous, and we're we're on the same bill with them. How much? What we are we to, We need to get at the point where. We're gonna get paid for those gigs, and yeah, not, we're not know, just. We're, I know we're not gonna do that in the beginning. I'm yeah, we gotta we gotta get to that point where we can actually. There's an actual demand man, for the band man, right man. now. You know, if we go in and say, "Hey, you know, what three hundred dollars? You know, you want three hundred dollars for three hours of music?" Then someone's gonna go, "How many people are you gonna bring?" Uh, I'm gonna bring eighteen. Eighteen yeah, yeah. people, and I'm gonna pay you three hundred dollars. You know, the, you know how many beers they're gonna drink? How many how many alcoholics are gonna be in that eighteen? <laughs> oh, I can promise you at least two. He's yeah. like, okay, so I can make uh, two hundred bucks off of them. All right. So uh, how many non-drinkers? Wow, man, there's like eleven of them. Oh, you're screwed. Yep. Yeah. I'm not having you guys here. You know, especially if you're a place that doesn't offer like. Bar food, your basic bar. Not food. even so, that. Even if you're a place that doesn't do a cover charge, exactly. They, yep. But they then, pay the you band, know, okay, so they expect the bands or whoever there to buy drinks. So my thought is, you know, we're in the studio cutting yeah. down. We're gonna finish this out. Yeah. We're gonna start booking some shows. Absolutely. But another friend of mine, you know, good friend that I I played high school football with. So go Mustangs. <laughs> Mustangs represent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he he is uh, offered a function hall. At a reduced rate for a rental that we can probably put on a rock show. Yeah, we could. You know, awesome. and that's something fun that we can do. Get all those local 
fans of us are to one area, yeah. you know, and start promoting stuff and getting out there. It buddy. would just be a fun. You know what? We could do it as a CD release. And we, and we should do it as a CD we release. Should. We should. We should. CD release. And what you know, we should put, do put is... Put an ad in the paper. What we need to do is, you know, we don't even need to be the headliners of our own oh, show. Oh, God, no. You know? no, no, no what no. we need to do is even a co-headline with another act that's going to bring yeah. a good yeah. crap. Exactly. You know? Even if it's, you know what, I'll, even if it's a cover band, I don't you care. Know? I'd I'd no, love to have either. it. I'd love to have it. Something it doesn't even need to be at night. I'd love to have something where we're having a barbecue outside, where it's all ages. Because yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you right now, you know, the Shelton and, and other incarnations you know, has done all ages shows. There's, a, so there's, a, there's a pig being all roasted in the, in the background. Well, here's you know? the other thing: the business side of the music industry is an ugly monster. So you know, you have to feed it. Hmm. What do you feed it with? Merchandise. Well, you, you know, you have a really good point, nice John, about all ages shows. Players. Because in the 80s, when bands were coming up, like the Metallicas and that kind of thing, and they used to have those all-day heavy metal shows where they were like like 15 bands. Yep. And it was all they, ages. It was all ages. There was no beer. And there was always all ages shows. Like, you, could like, you could at least go to an all ages show once or twice a week. And you could yeah. have, so, you could you charge rent for uh, no, vendors don't. to go, like food vendors and yeah. drink vendors. Yeah. Even somebody who wants to set up a merch stand yeah, yeah. You know, for each it, band, represent, yeah. make it. There needs to be someone in, in the area, in, in the Worcester or Greater Worcester area, or just someone somewhere that's smart enough to open up a place that's an all ages club, make it like a juice bar or something yeah. like that, and have live music in there. You know what much money you would make? Yeah. Because kids have no place to go no, to no, hear no. live music. I agree music with that, anymore. but I think the problem with that is, is I think the insurance fees are huge. And that's because of children. Yes, because they have to have extra insurance. You know what, though? The money you make well offset that because there's nothing like that anywhere around you're here. You're better off opening a bouncy jump house than a, than a club <laughs> for all ages, you know. But there are opportunities and there are ways for oh, us we, to get out there. We played uh, at a fair at one point. Yeah, uh, fairs are good. A Fourth of July festival. And we well, that, well, that's another thing yeah. too. There are festivals around there. There's rock festivals and all. You know, I mean, throughout Absolutely. England, throughout the throughout the east, the northeast. Well, not even that. Like like uh, tours like the Warp Tour, the band, yeah, yeah. band stores and all that. What they, a lot of what they do is they'll take a local band, they'll have yeah. a contest in the area when they're going to be yeah. in your area. You get to play right. like well, but we might even be able to get booked. Well, for those. I'll tell you what. Well, we're that's just true. We're submitted. We're submitted to hope. Hopefully, you know, be nominated for award for the New England Music Awards. Yeah. You know, that, Again, they, they're starting yeah. to sell tickets on November first for that, and uh, that's that actually Lowell Auditorium. So, oh, that's the big know, one, right? Yeah, go out there and look and for the, uh, the the New England Music Awards and uh, look for us on their page. Vote for us to, you know, yeah, best, vote for the best rock band. You know. Here you go. The show. Welcome the to the we are the greatest rock band you've never heard. The Shelter. <laughs> Who's on first? But uh, you think oh. about. It. Sorry, I just I just had popped my head. Whoever uh, James Joyce, though, the ump who made that call in the Red Sox last night, fired. You should be fired. Yeah, you should. Be. Who ends yeah, a World absolutely. Series game on a crap call like that? I mean, seriously, people. Really, I just took the midnight to watch that. I was ridiculous. That's pathetic. Oh, that was, that was, is this how sports? He not, but he's making bad calls all night. Yeah, absolutely, man. absolutely. But you know, okay. You know what? You get taken out yeah, by yeah. a sliding player. Yeah. How can that be called obstruction when yeah, the guy's yeah, trying to run and trying to get back yeah, up yeah, at the same exactly. time? Oh, he raised his legs and ripped him. No, he was actually trying to get up. Yeah, and so he didn't even move at the time that he that he ran over. Hold on, hold on again. And that was sports. So I have an intro for us when we play out though. You right. wanted the best, but you got us. The greatest <laughs> band you never heard of, the Shelton. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I could not help you myself, us. you know. <laughs> oh, that's but great. that's I don't know. Uh, we definitely need to I definitely want to talk about Europe. 
for sure. I would love to do like uh, a, if you guys because I like I was saying if you guys booked it like nine months out it gives everybody a chance to to set it up you know with vacations whatever. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, children. I could do a week. I could, <laughs> I could do a week, but I couldn't do more than that. Yeah, yeah. And that's I think what you I could have. Do it all in a week. But I mean, we could do Germany, <laughs> and could, I could almost because. guarantee a crowd. Because well, you get, think logistically too. We yeah. got to think how we're going to get equipment over there. Well, I think have to rent equipment. Usually, I know a lot of people who go to Europe, and, they, and that's basically what they do. In fact, if if you're a solo act, you don't even take a band. You just yeah. get a band when you're over there. Right. Yeah, I mean, we could just we fly over, rent equipment like while we're there. Mm-hmm. I mean, not for nothing. I would love to play through Rent a Marshall. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Especially at JCM 800. Mm-hmm. Best dance. And if we're going to do like a week's worth of gigs, you're just renting the stuff for a week anyway. You know? Yeah, and it's we can not get that a lot bad. of gigs done in a week, uh, right, believe right. it or not. Oh, you can play during the day and then at night yeah, play somewhere else. Exactly. And that's the way it is there. There's yeah. way more. What's weird is. A lot of bands make it big in Europe yeah. and then come back here, but they're from here. Yeah. And they can't do crab over here until they make it big there. Yeah. I mean, didn't that happen? I, I that see that. I, 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 there's this band I, I used to go see in, in Texas. And this guy, he's already been to Europe three times in like the past three months. Really? He, he, just, he just keeps doing like a week or two in a different part of Europe. That's it. Now, yeah, but he's making money. I mean, that's the question. Yeah, he's making money. Really? He's actually he's even doing festivals. And he's headlining someplace. It's so is he working? And, and he goes back home. So he's not working a traditional nine to five, is what you're telling me. No, was, and when he, he goes home, he can barely fill a club. Yeah, and that's the problem. Well, isn't yeah. that how Hendrix started? Yeah. Did yeah, Hendrix start over in Europe over and then London. come over here and make it big, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a friend from high school. I'll plug him real quick. He's awesome. His name is Mike Martin. He played with Fozzie for a little while. Oh, really? Um, he's in a band right now. I think he's in Agent Cooper right now. They're mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. And he was over in Europe for a while touring. Had a blast. I, I haven't, you know, we haven't really talked, talked. I haven't, I mean, I haven't seen him since high school. He was yeah. a year behind me. He was an incredible guitarist. Matt. So, yeah. And now he's back up. here. He's touring all over the East Coast and stuff like that. Uh, right now, I think he's in Georgia. I think he those, in Georgia. those are the people that we need to contact to find out who, who promotes them. I can definitely talk to Mike. Are, I mean, but you know. My thing is, this guy, I mean, he went over there, and I'm sure he's more well-known there. His solo work is is amazing. Absolutely mm. amazing to hear this guy play, dude. He's a, one of the most incredible guitar players I've ever heard in my life. He's, he's oh, yeah. awesome. And uh, he plays a lot of, like, seven and eight string Ibanezes and stuff like that. He's amazing to watch, oh, dude. Yeah. He's just great, and he's a good performer. Oh, yeah. You know? But if we did what he didn't go over there, I don't see why we couldn't. Not for nothing, you know, we're not playing crazy metal either. It's hard rock. It's yeah, we're special. definitely playing hard rock. We're playing four on the floor hard rock and roll yeah. from the 70s. Yeah. So I think we'll go over well. And it's a little bit blues-based. It's a little bit everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, ma'am? I got nothing. I don't know. I thought you were being cute. Hey, no. <laughs> You're just sitting there, so I that's hey, no. hey, no. No, I think, I think we, yeah, I think we can hit a good cross-section. I think we could play at a lot of festivals out there. I could think we could play at a lot of festivals in this country. Oh, absolutely. And in this area, so that we can at least put on a, a regional tour, and then... What about Japan? Hmm, I would definitely. I'll do anywhere. I would I'll love go No, 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 no. My question is, like... Asia in general, like Japan, Tokyo, Japan Hong is Kong. Japan is a good place for us to go because once they like us, they're going to love us. They and don't that's care the thing. if we never left Dudley. Hey, and if anybody, you, you know, living you know across the, the country of the U.S., when you don't want us to come and play your backyard, you know, mm. all you got to do is uh, you got to be able to give it, you know, feed us, 
you know, shelter, shelter us, shelter us, uh, there, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll throw in a van. We'll come out there. You know, some money would be nice. You know, some money would be good. So uh, we'll my play, wife would we'll, appreciate that. We'll play your party. <laughs> you know, we'd like to start. You know, close states close to us: New Hampshire, Maine, uh, Rhode Vermont. Island, no, not Vermont. Vermont. No, I'll play Vermont. Ski signs. I'll, okay, I'll go out as far as I, I need to go out. Yeah. I would do yeah, nothing in Vermont. But so, but for, logistically, for you guys who who are working every day. Uh, That's working. That's well, I mean, we can do week week tours. You know, I mean, I can do tours we can do, for a we week. We can do long weekends in places. So. Absolutely, um, dude. I I will. I want to play all over, so it doesn't matter to me. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's just I want to play. Yeah. If I can get to a point where I can leave my job I and like just do this, play. that's where I'd like to be. Yeah. I don't even need to be famous. I don't care about that. If I'm just making enough money to yeah. pay my bills and stuff, and just by playing my guitar, I think we could. I'll be happy. Reasonably, probably get out as about as far as. Maybe Ohio, like for a, to do like a weekend. You know, if we left early on a you Friday, could go, nah, we could go down to Florida, dude. Honestly, it's not that. If, if there's four of us, we drive in ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just drive straight. Yeah, but you got to figure logistically getting there and getting back at daytime because are you going to do it? Uh, you're going to do time, you know, time for you guys to get back to work. Right, like right. And leave work. So that's it'll work. But we could definitely do Jersey. We could definitely do Maryland. You got you got to hook up in Maryland. A lot of that shit right there, we can just yeah. fucking do yeah. on a regular weekend because it's not that far. No, shop a do eight hours, eight hours, something like that. To what? Like Jersey or Maryland or whatever. Jersey, eight, nine hours. Jersey's only like five or six. Virginia's yeah. Jersey ten. isn't far. You can do Philly. Virginia's six. ten. There oh, you go. So oh, Philly. That's a good rock town. What Philly? Yeah, Philly is great. Pittsburgh. Do Philly. There's Pittsburgh. I don't know if I'd want to go there, but there's Pittsburgh. Cincy, uh, Cleveland, Washington. We have Cleveland to go to Cleveland. Rocks. We have to. Cleveland. <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. And we have to play Madison. Hello, Square Cleveland. Someday. Yeah, I mean, uh, we could definitely. Uh, I would like to at least start. And then if we did that, and we did like a week in Europe, then we've got a real tour. Absolutely. And then when we do these things, we're going to find we're going to start meeting all the all the promoters, agents, managers. Not Everything only that, we'll, we'll be picking up to people. To go out on a full-fledged tour or go out and do festivals. Do yeah, and we'll meet people in other, in, in other states that'll like the band and yeah. go to the website and look at the videos. And yeah. Hopefully, you know, it'll grow exponentially from there. I mean, that's yeah, what exactly. If we have a few good videos and we definitely have music you can download, we'll be fine. And I'm not we greedy, will. man. If, if I have a thousand people downloading my song for nothing or... A hundred people only buying my CD and nobody else hearing it. I would rather have a thousand people downloading Absolutely. it for nothing, so that I can everybody knows me and wants to go to my show. You know, that's where you make the money. Isn't exactly, the because musicians never made money on albums anyway. When it came right down to it, they were on the furnace, baby. He's like, They're you want that? You want that car? We'll get it for you. We'll give you that house. But you gotta pay it back. Oh, you wanna do a video? Sure, we'll spend a couple million dollars on that. You gotta pay it back. We need all that recoupable money, brother. So it all comes back to them anyway. I gotta be careful. Wife looks like she's buying houses without me being home. Oh, sounds good. Doesn't have a detached <laughs> barn. I don't know. I don't see where we would jam. Yeah, and we need that. We definitely need a studio. It's big. You guys can play my house. Just can't play this loud. <laughs> have you met our drummer? I don't know. We're going to have to do something about that. We'll get him a couple of Quaker Road boxes and we'll play around. We'll be good. <laughs> we'll get him an electronic kit and tell him he can't, he can't hit it really hard. 
That's not going to happen. You know that. Oh, no, you us. know that. He'd break the electronic drum set. Who are you kidding? The first hit. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Boom, snap. Well, we're done. <laughs> we got one drum hit in, though, today, guys. That was great. Do it all in piece work. It's got right. a shed. It's got a it's got shed. shed. How big it's, is the shed? Yeah. Can we make it bigger and stronger? I don't know. I can only see the front. It actually looks like a fake wall. Probably fake. Like, yeah, we got a shed. There's just one side to it. It's like propped up by stilts. <laughs> you know, I always wanted to move down that down, on that that house. It's down the street from Jenna's mother. Uh, it's got like a, it's a little house and it's got like a shed that's right on Holliston Street. Okay, yeah, you I know, know it, but it's big about. enough that you could at least put a studio or yeah, something yeah. in it. I'm like, I want to buy this house, but I can't afford three, four hundred thousand dollars for a little shack in Medway, and then pay all the taxes. Exactly. Wow. This is a pretty good sized house. You need one with a big basement that's heated and finished. It doesn't like, say it. Band down. Oh, there's someone in the house right next to Jenna's mother. <laughs> but no, no we, shit. We, we got to put, I mean, no, no, we gotta no, put the band there. It doesn't say anything about a... Uh, Is it in Dedham? It says no garage. No, it's in uh, Norfolk, actually. It's wow. in the woods. Maybe she's... Maybe, she's, maybe I'm getting... Uh, she's getting I'm convincing. Maybe. You could have a big yard. Big yard sound good. Maybe it's another old one. That's my problem. I got too many one, houses on, next to me. If I didn't on have one, next to me, one point four acres. Nice. Oh, wooded privacy, stone walls. It's got a great barber. Woohoo! Dude, we could do a pig roast in Todd's backyard. Absolutely, and the band could play it. But it doesn't say it doesn't say anything about a basement. It doesn't say anything about a bass player. So your house isn't tornado proof. <laughs> Can I tell you about the pig roast I went to in Texas? They have a, uh, this radio station puts on this, uh, you know, barbecue. And it's free, and you come down, you watch a concert, and you got like all these these famous, you know, country people come, and they do like an acoustic session. Okay. So they come and did it, but that wasn't that wasn't the good part of the story. The barbecue is a good part of the story. <laughs> it's a gun. It's a giant gun, and you open up the thing, and you work on it, and the smoke is coming out of the barrel. Okay, that's <laughs> oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> And right down, right down the block, they have real. They have they have gunfights every day at twelve o'clock, and they have a cattle drive. That's, <laughs> that's kind of awesome. I just had a great idea. If Todd does get the house with all the all the acreage, we, we need to ha- get the sheltered um, meat smoker. Oh, and smoke yeah. some sheltered meat. <laughs> and then we could do the sheltered that shelter. That boy's not right. The sheltered <laughs> shelter. Where we where we, uh, where, we where we sell our own brand of houses or the sheltered <laughs> shelter for animals where we take care of wayward cats. I thought animals. he was opening a box of donuts. <laughs> Dave, would you like a donut? There's some downstairs. Here, here, it, it's a little. It's rubbery. a microphone shaped donut. <laughs> we can send Dave. It's got stringy cheese. <laughs> well, here's the part where we promote, promote, promote. We are brought to you today by the letter R. We have gone on our rants, raves, and random things in between. And remember, we are on Facebook, Twitter. Hey, we might even be on Skype soon. There is a blog in process, right, Todd? Uh, you just reminded me to update it. Todd, just <laughs> saying. reminded you I last week. About to just just lean forward and go, <laughs> see. We're all, see, it's real cookie. <laughs> we are also, make sure you check Twitter, because if we're not alive on Twitter, well, then socially we're dead. Anyways, we are also on Reverb Nation, and you can find thesheltered.band.com. Check us out. See our downloads. See our widgets. Go on to iTunes. Get that podcast. Go to the podcast. We have it. We are shameless. Absolutely shameless. And we bring it to you every week with lots of love and care. Now, 
John will Make embroider sure a sheltered hat for you. I will not embroider anything for you. <laughs> Make sure you I might open your beer. <laughs> Make sure you also check out any free downloads we have for the music. Check us out. We're always in development, and we're ready and listening and able for you. If you download We've... one of each, John will give you his Cartman slippers. Wow. <laughs> I like my slippers. Leave us questions, comments, random comments in between, or just say, hey, we like you, or hey, you guys are absolute lunatics. Anyways, today is October 27th. <laughs> 2013. This is the sheltered, uncensored, unplugged. I'm here with Johnny V, Double yeah. D, and Dave. I'm your lucky lady Bean. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Oh God, someone help me. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.